Welcome to Gaia's Love, a podcast to guide you home into your human journey here on Earth. My name is Vivian Gerard, and it is my delight to co-create with Gaia and share our messages from Source in this now moment. Here we go. episode 406. It is Friday here in Cincinnati. It's a little gray. Looks like it's about to rain. All the leaves are coming down and I think we dropped 20 degrees in temperature from today until tomorrow. So (laughs) fall is here. It's awesome for running. It's not as hot, but yeah, I think we're headed towards cooler days. Okay, we are, where are we? Where are we right now? Is anyone else feeling that way? It's like, there's just so much shifting and so much information, so many ahas that sometimes it's a little hard to put it all together and integrate it. So I, I am going to, I'm going to share an experience I've been going through over the last week and trust that the message has some um, hidden layers or meaning for you and what is going to be sparked or ignited in you is perfect and may have nothing to do with the stories that I'm going to be sharing, but maybe exactly what you needed to hear so you would kind of be bumped out of whatever pattern it is that you're currently locked in. So the title for today is Breaking the Pattern. And and the pattern, pattern could be anything. It could be you know, a habit, an addiction, a routine, something with your health, something with your finances, something in a relationship, like whatever the pattern is, some some awareness will guide you into following along this little meandering path that I'm going to take today. So, and I'm going to, I'm going to share from my own story and also really honor the the co-creators in my life who maybe don't want to be involved in a podcast. So, so I'm going to walk this line of sharing from my perspective and my story and also honoring that, you know, the other people share what they want to share. So I, I have had a pattern for a while. We're just going to dive right in. I've had a pattern for a while that when when I sense that a relationship is starting to shift, I, I try to name it or try to express it. And, and sometimes I'm maybe a few steps ahead of, of where the relationship currently is. I can kind of see where it's going. And so I try to shift it or adjust it. And, um, and when that happens, it contracts the relationship. It feels like, you know, I'm gripping or needy or hanging on and, and that doesn't feel good. And so it speeds up whatever that shift was I was feeling. And so then the shift happens faster and then it's more abrupt and then my feelings get hurt. And then when my feelings get hurt, I, I, I love very deeply and I go all the way into my friendships and my relationships that matter to me. And, and so when, when I sense a shift in my, and the, the energy is changing and the relationship is changing and then it happens, and maybe it's not what I chose or wanted, 
the the cut feels harsh like really um the pattern has been that it feels so painful and and all i want to do is hide i just want to go lay in a bed with my head over head under the covers and not speak to anyone certainly not speak to the one who hurt me and like it's um it's just a really ingrained pattern and I believe the pattern stems from my childhood. We we moved a lot. I've talked about this before in my podcast. We used to move often because my dad was, you know, getting new jobs. And even that is not quite the full energy of it, right? Like that's that's what my head has has agreed that our family would follow where my dad's work was going to take him. And he was always on the leading edge of computers years ago before computers became a thing. My dad is also an Aquarius and has always been ahead of his time. And so he would move us. But, you know, I've realized over the years, as I do this work, that everything is my creation. And, and I am the uh, designer, the architect of my life in every single detail. And so I would have chosen parents who would have that path that they would be moving a lot, so that I could get the patterns and the lessons I needed to be who I am today. If I had stayed in the same town, had the same friends my whole life, my skill set would be different. My way of sensing group dynamics and understanding community and and feeling the emotions that are constantly moving in in group spaces, like I wouldn't, I don't believe I would have had that ability because I would have been so comfortable in the space I was in. And so it has served me in my life dramatically, powerfully to have that foundation as a child of constantly being the new kid, constantly trying to figure out like who's, who's playing what role, (laughs) what character in this school, in this classroom, in this neighborhood, how, how do I navigate? How do I, how do I see who's trustworthy and who's going to like stab me in the back the moment that I turn around? That's a skill. That's an ability that, that, takes so much practice and we get it right sometimes and we suck at it (laughs) other times and so I have this path in my history of of constantly being in and out of group spaces and always being the new one the person who you know nobody had any idea who I was she's the strange kid with the accent or (laughs) with the clothes that don't match or whatever it would have been I was always trying to adapt and so that that skill has served me and it has also created a big wound. It had in my, in my story, it has created a big wound where I get close to people, I settle into a space, I feel comfortable. And then as it would feel like the rug would be pulled out from under my feet because we're moving again. And so I'd have to say goodbye to these people that I knew really well and then start over again and again and again. <laughs> my brother and I gave up counting them. We, Uh, we've moved so many times my sister also but she was four years younger so she was able to settle into a space she kind of had both of those you know like lots of moving and then also like being the kid in the same community for a long time but my brother and I did not and so I I have I have this sort of um, like feeling or frequency or knowing inside of myself that you just you need to always be aware that things could end and and don't get too settled and so i've worked with that you know for years in my journey and done so much healing i have moved through a divorce which was 
immense healing in separation and rebuilding and then have become remarried, which there's so many lessons in all of that, you know, and then in my work, I have said goodbye and hello <laughs> in so many different places and companies and communities. So there's a pattern that I have of when I feel that things are shifting and I can sense what's about to happen, I'm going to go in. And, and I don't, I don't want to be vulnerable because I know that it's going to hurt. And I, I know that if I extend myself and the energy's already shifted, it's pointless. It's not, it's not going to change because the energy has already made a change. And, and so I'll just feel needy, which I don't want to be. Um, and so my pattern is like, hide, <laughs> just go do your thing. Go, go to another area and do something else and focus on other people. And, and work through the hurt on my own. And, um, and then when I'm ready, reemerge. And I think many people have this pattern and, um, and I don't think it's a strange one. I think it's, you know, um, a pretty smart way that I figured out how to cope. And it's also a pattern that limits me, me. And, um, and so all of this, <laughs> who knew we were going to go right into all of that. And so there, um, there was a shift in a group that I have been involved in for years that I was starting, I wasn't sure how it was gonna come back into alignment. And that group was getting together last weekend just for a night, just to hang out and catch up a little bit. It had been months since we'd all been together. And I was like, I wanna go, I don't wanna go. I, I, want, I don't wanna go. <laughs> like that, that like, I know I wanna be there. And those are like my people I love. And also like, oh, what if I get hurt again? I don't wanna do that. And, and so I really was, meditating and sitting with it and watching astrology videos to look for guidance because that's just one of my fun tools and just in it right like in this resistance this bumping up against myself that i know is a limitation i want to change and also it's scary as shit like i don't know if i want to change it it's worked really well <laughs> so and i have lots of amazing friends so it's not like i've isolated i i've just learned to discern and when it doesn't feel safe, I, I don't want to be engaged. But this group is like, you know, such a profoundly important group in my life. And so I finally decided to go and, and it was the most beautiful experience. It was the most beautiful night of just talking and catching up and no angst and no, um, I felt very safe. I felt like I could just drop right in and the old story we just let it go it's moving on <laughs> moving on nothing to look at let's just bring the energy into a different a different vibration which is exactly what a video that i'd watched by santero had said the libra reading just recently it was called after the separation you may want to watch this if what i'm sharing is truly resonating with you i would go to youtube and look up santero and look for the Libra after the separation video and watch that because she just named it. She said, you may all have had the same sort of feeling, but none of you are talking about it. When you come back together, the energy just returns to the bliss that it was before. And that's exactly, that's exactly what happened. So what I'm going to share <laughs> besides all that, <laughs> what I'm going to share is the gift that I received in those conversations, like the profound gift. Oh, there were many, but like the one I'm going to name is the one I'm 
assuming you're going to have a match to. So let's see how to explain it. Um, well, I'll explain it this way. And this is maybe another gift or a lesson for all of us. I have two children and one is 22, one is 18. My oldest is a daughter and my youngest is a son. And a few years ago, uh, I think it was like 2019 around my birthday, I'd always known my son was wise. Both of my children are very wise, but we're gonna focus right now on my son. My son I've known is always very wise and intuitive and tracks me and understands me and like just both kids, both of them do, but there's something he does that is in a way that is just different. And around my birthday that year, we had a moment, <laughs> we just had one of those moments that parents have where I, I could see, I know nothing. I know nothing. I am barely beginning to figure out what I am as like a soul and a consciousness in the cosmos. <laughs> and this one that I'm hanging with right now is like of the advanced, advanced, advanced beings <laughs> of consciousness. Like I'm dealing with a master. Oh yeah. And he's 15 or 16, whatever he was at the time. Like, yeah, uh, I know nothing. He knows all. <laughs> and it was just one of those uh, maybe you've had that when your kids are really little, when you're, when your child is a baby and you're looking in their eyes, you're like, I see the universe in your eyes and I, I am not capable of parenting you. How will I be able to raise you as an adult when I know nothing? Well, I had that as a grown up moment with my son. And it was, um, it was just the shift that happened for both of us. My daughter and I've always seen, we've, I've treated her as an equal as much as possible from a very young age. And, and she is like, I feel like we're peers and we we're moving through this journey side by side in the most incredible way. But my son moved to master <laughs> like, like that. It was instant. And it took me a few months to unpackage it. I, I literally was like, what happened? And how, how do I parent <laughs> a master? Like, how do we navigate this? And so it's been, it's just been this incredible adventure that he and I've been taking where he's 20 steps ahead of me, 150, 100. I don't know. He's so many steps ahead of me, but he allows me to, to be who I am and attempt to parent and guide him. And so we have this incredible uh, dynamic between the two of us. And ever since then, um, because because I've learned what his frequency is like with my frequency, I have encountered many other young men who I have that same frequency with, where I instantly understand just how intuitively advanced they are and that they have gifts for me. And what they need from me is just the steady acceptance and recognition of who they are and how wise they are. And that's all they need from me. They don't need me to tell them how to do anything. They, they just want that steady, I see you. And so I've been calling towards me energetically the most incredible, beautiful young men who are here to do huge things on our planet. And I get to witness, I get to observe, I get to like just sit in their presence and learn from them. And so that happened again on Friday night. Uh, one of our friends brought some friends and, and we're sitting around the campfire. And <laughs> he starts talking, I'm like, oh. <laughs> you're one of those, you're one of those like so far advanced beings that I, I just get to sit and listen. <laughs> I'm going to sit here and just see what you have to teach me because I know that's why I'm here right now. And we had the best conversation. Um, 
just filled with like lots of comparisons about our relationships and dynamics and parenting. He's more on the being parented side, but like how, how we navigate this human journey. And, and so we just had a great, great time talking and somewhere in there, he was describing a relationship that he's in and how stuck that person is and, and how they don't let go. And they hold on to the angst of something and it limits them. And I said, well, obviously you're the teacher and that person is the student. So how do you teach? How do you, how do you show a different way? If, if that's what the person is experiencing, how do you show a different way? And he was so beautiful. He said, well, you just, you just try new things. You, you do something different. And when you do something different, you, it all changes. And he said, so I'm constantly doing new things and reinventing myself and expanding you know, who I'm here to be in this world. So I said, well, I feel like I'm kind of in this pattern. I don't think I even used the word pattern. I said, I feel like I'm kind of like stuck a little bit right now. And some of that is the, the feeling of being wounded. Some of that is that protection. As much as I do live with an open heart, there are still you know, some people I want to feel protected against because I've felt a little bit of a dagger and I don't want to feel it again. And so I kind of hold my heart a little tight against some people that don't feel safe and then you know my work that I do so much of it is virtual and I'm here in this incredibly beautiful home all day and doing calls and on the phones and in zoom and creating content but a lot of it is here and and he doesn't know all that he didn't know any of that (laughs) he didn't know any of that he doesn't know anything about me (laughs) we're just new friends and so I'm feeling all of this, like, I, I, maybe I'm a little stuck. Like, I hold on to a couple things. And I, there's a reason he's sitting here telling me this story. Like, there's something here for me to learn. And so I just said, well, what do you think about me? Like, as, as you tune into me, what do you feel? <laughs> he says, oh, my God, it was classic. He says, well, you get up the same way every day and you start your day doing the same things and you stay in the same rooms, in the same walls all the day and then uh, you have the same conversations he's like you're just going to get the same results <laughs> he's like so <laughs> and i was sitting there like oh my god did he just like scan my life <laughs> and see what i do how how did he know to say that to me because i very much love my routines i love getting up at the same time doing my run coming home doing my smoothie starting my meditation doing all my work like i like i like my routine and and i don't think that's bad so i'm not sitting here saying everyone has to change their routine it was the gift of awareness that he gave me the reflection of looking at myself and i said well well what do you do like, what do I do? Because that's pretty much my life you're describing. And he says, you break the pattern. You break the pattern. You start doing things differently. You add in something new. Because everything new you bring in is going to shift the energy and, and you'll see different results. And so I sat there by the fire, pondering. <laughs> huh. <laughs> like all good students do. Huh. What? what did he just say? What do I do with this information? And we're listening to music and just having this beautiful evening and the stars are out. I mean, it's just perfect. And my mind is like, like, what, what, how do I change the pattern? And what happens? And what does that mean? And, 
And so I drove home the next day and, and I was reflecting, and, and this is really what I'm bringing into the space. I believe there's a balance, you know, the, the routines help me feel safe. And so that's a big part of, um, it's a big part of my own structure of my life. I've had so many moves and I like being in one cocoon that feels super good to me. I like knowing I'm going into this bed at night and waking up in the morning and I have this day that I can create and play within. And, and all of this is, is my new way of being and creating and it's really grounding and really steadying for me. And so I'm, I'm not interested in throwing my life up in the air and creating an entirely different life. I really enjoy my life. And there are some patterns that I've gotten caught in a rut or caught in a loop that don't serve as much as they used to serve. They, they serve because they were new when I started them and now they're not so new. And I feel like, I feel like there are many matches to this since we started the, the quarantines uh, last year when everyone was in their routine and then we broke the pattern. We broke the pattern, everyone was home. And I use everyone, many, many were home. And then they had to figure out like, oh, now I, now I have to work from home and I have to figure out virtual and I need to work with my children being home or, you know, like everything shifted. And so the pattern was broken and it created a huge energetic movement around our planet of um, discernment and questioning and re-identification and re-establishing of new ways of being. But I, I feel like maybe we're getting comfortable again. Maybe if I'm experiencing this, there must be others having a match to it. Maybe what started as like come into your cocoon and be with yourself and, and feel what you want your life to be as you create it differently. Maybe that's now become like a, a blanket and we're holding on to the blanket and we're like, I kind of like it in here and I'm just gonna keep doing what I'm doing. <laughs> and maybe we need to take the blanket off and stand up and, and move around and, and socialize. You know, this, this is just such a thing for empaths, isn't it? And I believe many who tune into me are also empathic like it's kind of nice to not be moving everybody's shit all the time. <laughs> it's kind of nice to not go into a big group space and realize like just what kind of drama is moving energetically and then try to soothe it. <laughs> like I think many empaths love quarantine. <laughs> we love being home. We love that we don't have to engage with like big crowds of people all the time. And yet the message I got so clearly on Friday with my new friend, it was maybe that's not what's needed now. You know, Libra energy is very much about self, but also self in relationship to other people and in creating partnerships and supporting each other. And we can do that virtually and it's amazing and I'm really good at it. And so are many other empaths and non-empaths. <laughs> We're very good at virtual, we figured it out. And maybe there's some more balance that needs to come in, more um, human touch and in-person experiences. And, and we're allowed to feel our way with that. You know, breaking the pattern doesn't mean you have to go stand in the middle of a crowded festival or a concert or a mall or a church and, and move all the energy. 
you don't have to have extremes. You don't, nobody has to do what they don't want to do. That makes sense. <laughs> let's, let's phrase that differently. Everyone gets to choose how they want to live their life. <laughs> nobody has to do what they don't want to do. <laughs> or you could just create your own reality, your own life. <laughs> but maybe there's, maybe there's some patterns that would serve us to break. And, and so that's what I have been pondering and playing with. And when I, when I came home, there's like an hour and a half drive. When I was driving home, I was just thinking about it the whole way home again. Like, okay, I'm going to break some patterns and, and I'm not going to follow exactly the same routine that I have for quite a while now. So what am I going to do differently? And the first thing that came to mind, which I find hysterical was go to the gym, <laughs> which my biggest work right now is my energy gym. So I'm like, I love how I'm telling everybody else to join the gym and go to the energy gym, but I'm not going to the gym. I go run by myself and it's beautiful and peaceful. I don't run by myself. I run with Gaia and I run with the wind and I run with the stars and I run with, you know, just the beauty of our planet. So I'm not running by myself, but I'm not running with humans. <laughs> and so my first decision was, okay, I need to go to the gym. I have been paying for a membership all summer and I haven't gone once. So how do I fit that into my routine? Well, it means I got to get up and like get out the door with my husband who goes to the gym. He goes to one downtown. I go to one out here. So that was the first thing. I'm like, okay, gym, at least four times a week. I can just do weights for a half hour and then I'll come home and I'll do my run because I still love being outside and not being on a treadmill. And I don't have a lot longer before I have to be inside because it's too cold to run outside. So that was the first change <laughs> and I'm naming all of this so that you have some examples in whatever way it's going to play out for you, whatever the pattern is for you, just, you just get practical. So I'm looking at my week. I'm like, okay, I, I know I'm going to do the gym now in the mornings. What, what would serve me to engage with people who I actually really want to be with? Like those who I, I want to do some big catch-ups with. How do I fit that into my week knowing I have all this work? But what that brought up was, why is this work more important than the people? <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I love, I love creating. And I, so I have all my sessions, but also I love creating and working on my website. And I could sit in front of my computer and redesign. Like, I love it. I love the organization. I love the creativity. And also that's a pattern. The pattern is I just keep creating more stuff instead of like actually being with all these beautiful humans that are in my life. And, and I'm not so busy that I can't see the people that I want to see. So <laughs> I messaged my friend and I said, can we go for a walk? She's like, absolutely. Oh my God. I'm so excited. You asked. We had the best time. We discovered this whole new little preserve and like chatted about her business and my business and gave each other great ideas. So that was one. And, and then I've been driving back and forth uh, when I need to pick my son up from school. And I just drive there, pick him up, drive back. I'm like, I know I could stop and have lunch with one of my best friends on the way. Why am I not doing that? So I message her. I'm like, hey, can you fit me in for lunch on Wednesday? And she's like, absolutely. So I had this amazing catch up chat with her and we got to philosophize about the state of the world. And it was so much fun. It was so much fun. And then my drive was so much easier and, and it was just perfect. And so I've just been weaving in different um, there's so many more than that. Like music, music is a big one. I love the same old, same old music. I love it. I love, I love the familiarity of the songs and I'll bring in new ones here or there, but I could play the same playlist all the time. So I realized maybe 
I should be listening to different music. This is what I tell all my clients, like what's coming in your ears, it's infusing what's going out your mouth. So are you bringing in sounds that please you or are you listening to like chatter all the time? Well, I've been listening to the same old, same old. <laughs> so I tried different playlists, a couple of them, not so fun, not actually enjoying them. And then the other day I stumbled back on Jason Mraz. Haven't listened to Jason Mraz in years. Same vibration now as he's always had, but like so happy, so chatty. <laughs> so that was great. I, I spoke my truth in several different spaces where it needed to be spoken and, and it felt vulnerable, but it also felt like the old pattern is I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that thing. I wouldn't share the emotion. I would just, um, you know, cover it up and we will eventually move on. And I didn't, didn't want to do that this time. So, so I shared like, here's how it feels. And, um, and it's vulnerable and also it feels better to say it than to just be thinking it and not say it. Now, I had an amazing conversation with a friend of mine and gave her the same advice that I have been applying in my life, which is like, speak your truth. Don't, don't just have all these mental conversations, like speak your truth. Yeah. And I don't know what else have I been doing differently? So many things, like my desk is a mess. <laughs> Not really, it's pretty well organized. <laughs> I started, this is a big one. I started um, going back through Awakening the Guides, the eight week online program that I created three, four, four years ago. I forget, it's been years, maybe three years ago. And it basically is like how I would guide a client in the journey of their awakening. These are the conversations we would have, the topics I would bring up, the way we would look at energy. But it's all in like a sequential format that you do at your own pace on your own. And it's way less expensive <laughs> than if you were doing all these sessions with me individually. And it's so good. So I decided the other day, I think I shared last week, that I was going to reopen that space and go through the program again myself, mainly to look at the content and see if it needs any adjusting based on what the world is like now versus years ago. But then also to see like, what else is it going to bring up in me? What, what are the um, next layers in my own journey that this guidance is going to offer? And so the very first thing we do in week one is a soul self-portrait. And it's a guided process that I'm not gonna share because explain it to you then doesn't let it have the element of surprise where in the moment as you're drawing it or creating it, the words are guiding the energy that I did it and um, I think it's my second, I did the first one at the beginning of the live program and then I did it again at the end of the live program because we do like a before and after um, soul portrait. And then, so I have two already and then this was my third one. And the, the shift, the progress between how I was in relationship with all the people around me years ago to how it shifted at the end of that time period to how it looks now, like the, the spaciousness on my piece of paper, the precision of how the energy is moving between the most important people in my life and I, like being able to see it as sort of a, an image, a diagram of names and energy. It was so good, it was so amazing. It was so amazing and so validating to me of how far I've come and how 
how much work I've done in relationship. And, and before I would have said, well, I don't have time to do that portrait because I need to get my website ready and, and make all these changes I'm making to it because I'm totally rebranding. I'm like, okay, I need to get all that done and I'll do the soul portrait later. And I just said, no, like, I'm going to do the soul portrait first and the website design will wait until I have time. So there's been no website design all week because <laughs> I've been out having lunches and doing walks and doing my soul portrait and seeing clients and creating creating videos. And it's just been so much more fun. So the video, the website will happen in the right time. And apparently the right time is not this moment. And that's a pattern I'm breaking. There's lots of patterns, huh? <laughs> lots of patterns as I squirm. So thank you to my beautiful friend, new friend who so clearly delivered exactly the message that my soul was needing to hear. And, and what a big pattern, so many big patterns that are being shifted. And I don't even use the word broken because broken doesn't feel good, but realigned, streamlined, um, like I'm releasing some of the old ones that don't serve and shifting the energy creating something new. The biggest one is the vulnerability and um, being willing to say like, here's how I feel like that's, that's a big one. And I teach that I practice that almost all the time, except, except, oh, that's what I was going to say. So Sunday, I mean, magic, I just love the magic of alignment. Sunday, I had scheduled to do my once a month uh, being with the guided meditation, which really is an energy clearing and releasing and realigning. And so I, I didn't have an agenda, but the card that I pulled, I shared on Instagram, it was of a unicorn and my friend gave it to me for my birthday this year. And it says, um, you are strange and lovely and magic and I love you. <laughs> cool unicorn with bright red hair. And so I used that as the intention grid for the meditation call. And those words kept weaving into the meditation, the energy healing was, it was about looking at, you know, those times where, where a friendship or um, an experience comes to an end and it's so strange. It doesn't feel like it should be ending or it, it doesn't make sense to us that this has come to an end and how we release that knowing there's a lovely that's coming right behind it. There's going to be another lovely friendship or another lovely creation or another lovely offering that will we'll have space to come right in because that thing that ended strangely is now over. It's like the strange creates sort of a vacuum, empty space, and then lovely and magic can come right into that. And as I was guiding the meditation, I could hear myself saying, like, you know, this is a this is a pattern. This is a I'm not saying it the right way. I became aware as I was guiding the meditation that in my own journey, every time there's been an ending, there has been an incredible new beginning right after that. And as strange as those endings have felt, as painful or awkward or devastating as those endings have been, what comes right behind it is the most lovely new beginning with magic. And sometimes that's new friends. Sometimes it's something new with work. It, it, there's just 
always something new that arrives that is more lovely than the strange that just ended. And the magic is in understanding that that is always going to happen. And when we trust that process, the, the dips and the, the distance between the ending and the beginnings become shorter, lower. The, the dips aren't as harsh. The trust that there's something new that's arriving, which is why this strange experience is happening in the ending, that um, becomes more ingrained in us that, oh, it's, oh, this strange thing is happening. That must mean there's an ending, which must mean there's a beginning and something lovely is arriving. And so I guided in the meditation, like how we hold desires, um, dreams in our heart and how we can massage energy around those and then expand them and bring them into manifestation. It was profoundly beautiful, <laughs> so beautiful. So if you are looking for an energy healing or guidance with how to break the pattern of whatever it is you're looking at, um, I would suggest that meditation, that energy healing. It's $11. I'll put the link in the description, but you can find it on my store also under, um, well, it's live meditation, clearings, healing, something like that. But it wasn't live now. It's been recorded. <laughs> that's where you'll find it. As I continue revamping my website for now, that's where you'll see it. <sighs> okay. Breaking the pattern. That's what's happening. I guess the other pattern is like sharing all this with you. <laughs> I mean, I share a lot, but that's a pretty vulnerable one. And also here I am telling you about it. And I'm assuming there must be a match that you're willing to receive this information and look at it in your own journey and then see what it brings up for you. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. I am sending you so much love and I wish you a beautiful weekend. Thank you for tuning into this vibration of pure love. I invite you to join me in Viv's Energy Gym, where we are building a community of leaders in this new earth, exploring infinite embodiment, the soul aligning harmoniously with the human body and mind. You can learn more at mysouljourney.com. Let's take this message of Gaia's love out into all of our relationships and communities today. So much love from my heart to yours.